Come one, come all, come all aboard. What is up? Thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. The slightly number one, two, top 201 <laughs> growing podcast out there for the dads who are fighting the stigmas of fatherhood, who know they can do better, who want to do better, and who come in week after week, day after day, month after month, to listen to us rabble, to pick our brains. You're not picking our brains, but we're just telling you shit. I already cursed within 30 seconds. I love it. It's Davo here, and we're running solo on the mic today, Ryan. I'm giving Ryan the day off because, you know, he deserved it. He deserved it. So it's just you and me having one of our dad mastermind dastermind we're, we're doing an audio class today we're doing a dad mastermind class today on procrastination that's right so a fun story before we actually get into this topic today i've been procrastinating on putting out this episode for about uh three months now <laughs> i started doing this i started writing the notes for this episode like back in the springtime of 2021 and I just now looked into my notes and I saw it and I'm like, oh, go fucking figure that I have this episode here. <laughs> but it actually worked out very well because I've been going through a lot of procrastination issues myself. And I know a lot of dads and that's a big struggle for dads themselves and not just dads themselves, but their kids procrastinating. So this episode's going to be a bit of a, not a two-part episode, but it's going to be like a two-fold episode on the levels of procrastination, why we procrastinate, what we do, why our kids procrastinate, a little bit more about my life where I'm going to peel back a bit, and some ways that we are going to fight that devil of procrastination today. So, as we're kicking into it, why the hell do we procrastinate? Well, for one, we don't want to deal with the shit that we have to do that's coming up. We tell ourselves, ah, this is going to suck. I don't want to fucking do it. And the anxiety and all those fears kick in, which when the fears and the anxiety kick in, what does that come from? That comes from that imposter inside our heads, that mini version of ourselves, that bad version of ourselves that says, that's right. You don't want to do this. We're going to stay comfortable. We're going to stay comfortable. You know what? Let's just go and play video games. Let's just go out and do this. Let's just go out and do that. That can wait. That can wait. We want to stay in that comfort zone. We don't want to break out of that shell. We're afraid of what's going to happen when it comes to it. And if you're anything like me, especially years ago, <laughs> many years ago, I always waited for perfection. I always waited for that quote-unquote perfect time to go out there and get the job done and I don't know about you, but that perfect time never came, and all I remember is just anxiety and sweat as I'm rushing for the last minute to get the shit done that I put off for four, five, six, a year, months, year. We all do it. I, I don't care what anybody says. We all procrastinate in one form or another. And, man, when I'm looking on social media and I'm browsing through some, you know, mastermind groups that I'm a part of and things like that, the one big thing I always see is procrastination is the detriment to living a better life, living a fulfilling life, becoming better as not just people, but as dads, as family men, as home takers, what, what have you. We all do it. We're all guilty of it. I know I'm especially guilty of it, especially recently 
I've been extremely, extremely putting off a lot of things that I should have been doing, but I haven't done because of the imposter, because of the anxiety. I've said it before on this podcast. I do this stuff for you guys. I go through, I'm just learning a lot of this stuff as I'm going, and I'm here to feed you the information that I have, that Ryan has, that just helps you better, that lets you know, hey, I'm not alone in this. And when you're procrastinating, guys, you're not a lazy dad because you're procrastinating, because you're putting shit off. Like I said, we all do it. We're all guilty of it. I don't care who you are or what you do. We're all guilty of procrastination one shape or another. If you're a dad listening to this and you're not, please shoot me an email and let me know how you do it because I will pay you buku bucks to get through that. But procrastination is a form of self-harm. It is. You know, it's not self-harm in the way you think of hurting yourself physically, but mentally you're putting off something that you know you need to get done. You're fighting with yourself in your head that says, hey, if I just do this, I know it'll be done, but I don't want to do it. This, this, it sucks. My, my skin's crawling. It, ugh, I hate it. Your fear sets in. That imposter grows. And when he grows, that ang- he throws that anxiety out at you. And you're like, bah, I, f- ugh, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And that's okay. That's okay. Our fear set in and we just want that quick dopamine boost. To get away from that bad mood or that bad feeling. It's a lot of science-y shit. I'm not a smart guy when it comes to that stuff. Maybe I'll have Ryan throw a science episode about that. He could throw you some numbers and data points and all that fun shit that he loves. But those fears come in. And it doesn't have to do anything with our time management or not being organized. A lot of people that know me, they know I live in organized chaos. (laughs) You look at anywhere around me, I have shit thrown everywhere. I know where everything is. It just may not look good. Time management, I could be a little bit bit better with time management. I've done some things with setting hard times on stuff, but we're going to get more into that later on in this episode. But it doesn't have to do with that. It's Again, it's your fears, it's your worries, it's anxiety. It's knowing the imposter's there and finding a way to defeat that imposter. To say, okay, I'm going to get this done. Same thing with your kids. Same thing with your family. I say it in every episode. Every episode. Our kids are constantly learning. We're learning too. Your kids, they learn from you. If you've procrastinated before, or you've procrastinated around them, they're going to subconsciously build upon those traits, those ideals, those principles that you're setting You may not be saying, hey, go out and fucking procrastinate. It's cool. I do it, so you do it. But they pick up on that of where, prime example, hey, dad, I thought you said that we were going to do build my tree fort. Yeah, 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 in a minute. And you're sitting there watching TV. Two weeks go by, dad, are we still going to build that? Yeah, we're going to build that. We're going to build that. We're going to build that. And you're reading the newspaper. You're doing work, whatever. That's a completely out there example, but that's a subconscious belief that now you're stating, hey, we're going to do this thing, but we're just going to put it off. And a lot of us don't pick up on that. And again, I don't know the psychology behind it. I don't know the fucking science behind it, but that's what I see. That's what I feel. That's kind of what I know to be true. It's happened with me. It's happened with a lot of my friends that I know that are dads now. 
that are going through that level. And we've had conversations like this before. But it doesn't make you lazy. It just means that it's another thing that we all do, that we all come across, that we're going to defeat one day. And speaking about our kids learning from us, if you can't stop them from procrastinating, I have some stories for you. All right? We're going to dig back a little bit here. Growing up, for me, I was the pinnacle, the pinnacle of a procrastinator. Man, when I tell you, I used to be like, oh, I'm just going to fucking blow this off, this school project, until the very last minute, do it, and then I would still get like a C or a B on my project. And I just kept doing it because I was like, oh, I work better. (laughs) I always told myself, I work better under pressure. I work better when the clock is counting down to zero. It's easier for me to do that. The time leading up before all that, I have the anxiety. Oh, shit, I got to get this done. Oh, my God, I still have to do all this. I'm getting overwhelmed. I see it. I know it. But my PlayStation's there. My TV's there. My phone's there. Fuck it. I'm just going to chill out. I'm going to game for eight hours. I'm going to put it off. I'm going to get that quick dopamine boost. Growing up, I was always told how smart I was. Never that I was a hard worker or that I was resourceful. I was always told how smart I was. Now, again, I don't know the science behind this. This was an article I read right before my son was born. If I could find it, I'm going to put it in the description of this episode. But there was some, some kind of article that said teaching your kids or telling your kids constantly that they are smart, that they're so smart, can lead to self-esteem, self-conscious, Issues and procrastination down the road. Telling them that they're a hard worker, on the other hand, shows that they're resourceful, they're willing to problem solve and thinking out, and they're not going to fall. They're going to gain more self-confidence is basically the way that I remember the article being said. And this was going back again two, three years ago from the time that I recorded this. If I could find it, I'm going to put it in there. But that's one thing that I started doing with my son when he was born is every time he starts doing something, I tell him what a hard worker he is. Hey, buddy, great job. You're such a hard worker. Now, we also tell him that he's smart. You know, we want to we give him that boost as well, too. But we don't use that as the only crutch. I believe as parents, we all want to believe that our kids are smart in their own way. They are. They're learning. They're figuring out this fucking universe just like we are. But it's how we go about that that's going to help that. So if you're a new dad or a dad with toddlers, with young children, now might be the good time to start switching that up and having that conversation with your spouse. Saying, hey, I listened to this, I listened to this guy on this podcast and he made some semi-good points, I think, but I think we should try this and see what we can do. Or even having that conversation with your kid down the lines. But again, I was a bad procrastinator and it carried into my adulthood. And now that I run this podcast with my, one of my great friends, one of my best friends, and we run a business and we're doing all this, I still procrastinate on this stuff. And I'm going to tell you some ways at the end of this episode how I'm helping myself come out of that loop, how I'm I'm breaking myself away. But for your kids, for your kids, there was a great article that I found, and I'm going to have this in the link of the description. It's from MetroParent.com, 
and it's five simple steps to help your kids stop procrastinating. And they go into some great things. But one thing I really want to hit on today is an acronym that they use called STING. And it's removing the sting from feeling overwhelmed. We all feel overwhelmed. We all get that bunch of anxiety and oh shit. And all overwhelm is is that level of it's having all your thoughts without a clear plan. So this is a great way that I saw that I'm going to start using in my world to help not just myself break procrastination, but for you dads out there who might have kids breaking procrastination, it might be some good tools to put in your proverbial tool belt. So S, select one task that you've been putting off. That could be doing the flooring, fucking washing the dishes, doing laundry, whatever. Make it a simple task. It doesn't have to be anything big. Remember, small steps in this world lead to massive results. Small steps in parenting lead to massive results. That's all it is. Time yourself and take one hour to accomplish that task. I don't know about you, but for me, I'm most productive between 45 minutes to one hour of doing a task. And then I need to get up, walk away. And scientifically, again, I'm throwing science out there, but I think that's like the average for people that where your attention spans start waning off is that 45 minutes to an hour. I could be wrong, but that's just something that I remember hearing or reading once before. So time yourself for one hour to accomplish a task. (laughs) The big one, ignore everything around you, such as your phone or other tasks, right? The big thing with procrastination, you get that motivation. You get that want and that itch to get it done. But then all of a sudden, man, I'm doing really good. Let me go check my phone really quick. Oh, shit. John is talking about doing this. Oh, I'm going to laugh react and start sharing some memes. Oh, you know, I already got a lot of that done. Let me just go hop on to my WoW server for five minutes. We all know how bad of an idea that is. And let me just go farm for a little bit. Let me go. And it starts building up. And you're getting that quick dopamine. And the next thing you know, you started your task. You got distracted. And now you fucking lost it. So just ignore everything around you. I like to put my phone onto like do not disturb mode or like a work mode now. Samsung has that. I don't know about iPhones. But that's something I love to do. No breaks. The N in Sting. No breaks. They say here, one hour is a realistic is realistic for an 8 to 12 year old student, but reduce the time if your child is younger or has a tough time focusing for that long. But don't take breaks. Go in for that. Go full in. Go full in for that 45 minutes, that one hour, that half hour, whatever it is that you time yourself for. Go in and do it. Especially for your kids. All right. You have this you have this homework 10-year-old student. All right. 1 hour to get it done. Get it done. We're good to go from there and we'll re-go, we'll redo as we need to. Yeah, redo? Yeah, we'll say that. And then the G. Give yourself a reward once that task is complete. Give yourself that dopamine after you go through the bullshit. After you fight through the uncomfortability. Say, man, I just busted an hour of my ass getting something done that I know I needed to get done. I'm now I'm going to go chill out. I'm going to go play PlayStation for a half hour. I'm going to go swimming or fucking whatever. I'm going to go play with my kids. Right? Same thing with your kid. No TV until your homework's done. That's a vague statement, man. Listen. We're going to have one hour to do your homework. It's not a lot. 
one hour to get your homework done. You get your homework done in that hour. It's all right. It's all good. We got an hour and a half of TV, two hours of TV, whatever, right? It's your house. It's your rules. I'm just giving you ideas, thoughts, ways to come about this, ways to think about it. But that's the sting in overwhelm, right? Take that sting out of overwhelm. Overwhelm's a big precursor to procrastination, which is a big precursor to your imposter, which is a big precursor to saying, fuck it all. I gave you a lot of those tools. So now, how do you utilize them? How do you start breaking that procrastination? Well, we talked a lot about the mindset, right? We talked a lot about your imposter, the anxiety, the overwhelm. Man, work on it. Work on it. Nothing of value comes in this world easy. Your mindset, your brain is a muscle. Go out and lift that motherfucker, right? If you have to start out on the five dumbbells with your mind, do it. You don't go to the gym and bench 250 pounds your first time when you've never been to the gym before. You just don't do it. You start small. You start micro. Your micro steps lead to big results. You start out small. You build that trust and you instill that in your children and you start to follow that. Again, keep it slow. Keep it measurable. Set dedicated deadlines to yourself. If you say, in 100 days, I want to have a podcast launched. The 100th day is this day. Now you have a set goal that says, I'm holding myself to this commitment. I'm saying I'm fucking doing this. Prime example for me, I never read before, and I've said this before on other podcasts or on the show. I'm going to read six books by the end of 2021, and I never read. I made a New Year's commitment to myself to do that. I'm now on my sixth book right now, so I'm averaging about a book a month, which is amazing for me. Amazing. But I set that goal. I set that deadline, and I said that, and now I'm going to exceed that deadline because it's become a part of me now. I'm not procrastinating when it comes to reading anymore, even audiobooks. Take it slow. Take it measurable. Set dedicated time for yourself. If you're somebody like me who is constantly procrastinating, say between the hours of 11 and 1, I'm going to dedicate time to do this. Or between the hours of 7 and 8.30, I'm going to I'm going to mow the lawn, I'm going to do the dishes, I'm going to work on the flooring in my house. Whatever it is. Right? You set that dedicated time frame. Now you're now you're telling yourself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done. Tell your kids, "Hey, between the hours of 4 and 5:30 when they get out of school, that's your homework time. That's your dedicated time to get it done. We sit down, we do it, we knock it out. We re- 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 uh, we relax and we crush it." And then we get those rewards. We get that dopamine boost afterwards. Tell yourself, imagine yourself, if you will, getting that done. That has been a massive thing for me. Physically visualizing myself finishing the task at hand that I'm so worried about that I'm holding off. And just imagining visualizing, seeing myself, getting it done, how I feel, literally closing my eyes, closing my eyes and picturing it. I did that when I did the flooring down in my basement. If you follow us on Instagram, you know I put up those pictures for a while. 
I visualized myself actually sitting there, laying the flooring down, knowing it fucking sucks, but seeing everything, seeing everything when that last board was laid down, me standing on that floor and being proud that I got it done, that it looks better, that I'm happier with how my office turned out now. That pushed me to taking that project that probably would have taken me six months to a year. I got it done in less than a month. It's just those little steps, like I said, that are going to go a long way for not just yourself as a dad, but you as a man and you as a father. So take those one step at a time, one day at a time. I hope you enjoyed this this episode today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode today. Take what I brought you if you've heard it before repetition is the key to success maybe there's something you forgot maybe you learned something new i hope you did if you learned something new shoot us a line shoot us a message let us know if you like this or not i love doing this stuff we want to hear more ideas from you we just love the stories we love hearing your successes and what you're doing out there as dads make sure if you haven't already i don't know why you didn't do it already but make sure you like rate and review this podcast episode on apple on apple Podcasts and itunes it's going to help us a long way. Make sure you subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts. We're fucking everywhere, guys. You know that already. You've been listening to us for a while. If you're brand new listening to the show, welcome to the family. Super glad you're here. I know Ryan's super glad you're here. We say it all the time. We're not doing this. Well, we're doing this for us for therapy, but we're doing it for you guys. At, at the end of it all, we're doing it for you to obliterate those mindset stigmas that we're facing as dads that just want to be a little bit better. I want to be a little bit stronger as fathers. So thank you so much. Be sure to check out the links below. Uh, We're definitely going to have the Metro Parent link. Check out those five tips if it'll help you as a father, as a man, helping your kids break that procrastination stigma or instilling those non-procrastination tips in your children early and often. Going to help go a long way. Your kids are learning and growing every single day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We're breaking the stigmas of fatherhood one step at a time, one day at a time, and together we're going to embrace the fear. Thanks for listening, guys.